Welcome to Bible Study. Tonight our podcast was recorded in Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, we were at a university and uh, were outside in a field, a park, uh, recording the podcast at one of our kinships in Thailand. And so uh, what you hear in the background are typical city traffic noises. Uh, people are around us. There's people active playing. Uh, for a little while, there was even a white bunny hopping by. So, a uh, very active place, a very fun place. Uh, it's where kinship is held uh, every week. Uh, Kaylin is our missionary in Thailand, and so uh, we were happy to join her for this meeting. Uh, of note, uh, my message was being uh, translated, interpreted, really, uh, by one of the members of the kinship, and so I would share thoughts, and then the thoughts would be shared. And so you'll notice there's some extra long pauses uh, during the teaching, and that was so that the non-English speaking members of the kinship uh, would be able to hear, at least get a, a brief understanding of what I was talking about. Uh, the guy that was being interpreted for could understand some English, and so uh, the need for translation was minimal, but we just wanted to make sure that he was getting the right idea uh, while I was doing the teaching so and following along. So what you'll hear is some uh, translation, interpretation, and you'll also hear some of his responses to that, just making sure that he was up and with us. So uh, I would just ask that you bear with the background noises and uh, some of the distractions that you may hear there and some of the extra long pauses, but I uh, feel like it was a good message and one that would be worthy of recording and posting. So uh, at least for your ears, you'll be with us in Thailand uh, so that uh, you get a little feel for what's going on there. Uh, as a reminder, if you'd like to participate in our Bible study, uh, we do have an interactive feature. It's uh, through a website, www speakpipe s-p-e-a-k-p-i-p-e dot com slash Monday Night Bible Study all one word uh, you can uh, click on the button that's on that page toggle it and you can leave us what would appear to be a voice message and you can feel free to just let us know you're listening and let us know where you're listening from or if you have a question you can leave us a question have a comment leave us a comment you just want to share something good that God's doing in your life do it uh, we'd love to hear from you, and we'll endeavor to uh, listen to your message and respond to it if that's what you're looking for uh, during our next meeting. So uh, we should be back in Syracuse next Monday night, and so we'll look forward to Monday night Bible study on the regular schedule. So thanks for tuning in. He's here, and he is going to give the message tonight. Well, thanks, Kaylin. I appreciate that, and it's good to be with you all. Uh, uh, we come from uh, a place in New York State of the United States, Syracuse, New York. And uh, we have people there that are that know your names, uh, that know who you are in some ways, and that pray for you. And so I just want you to know that, that there's people halfway around the world praying for you and for 
your life and for your relationship with God and for God's provision and love over your life. And so I think sometimes it's important to know that we have people that pray for us. And so there are people praying for you. And uh, so I thought I would share that as we start out. We're going to look into the Bible. Um, do you guys have a Bible on your iPad? And so we'll look at Psalm 62. Psalm 62, verses 11 and 12. I don't know what psalm is in Thai. Psalm 62, 11 and 12. It's okay. Can you help me read for me? Different. Different. There's likely even a Polish version on that too uh, that you can call up. Say I've called up. I know I've called up French versions on that and others. So. All right. So Psalm 62, 11 and 12. Anybody like to read that? One thing God has spoken. Two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. And you reward everyone according to what they have done. Okay. So there's a there's a literary uh, technique that's used here that the original language uses uh, and it's rendered in our translations, but we don't always understand why they do things. Uh, and the writer of this psalm is bringing emphasis to the psalm by saying, he starts off, you read it there, it says, uh, once God has spoken, twice I've heard this. So he, he's saying that I heard this, or, or God has spoken this, this is the tool that he uses, that I hear it once, well, I hear it twice. God speaks it once, and I've heard, then I've heard it twice. So that's a tool that God uses to bring emphasis to it and express union, like a togetherness and to draw attention to it. And so as you read something like that, um, Jesus in the New Testament would say something like, and I can break any time. Jesus in the New Testament would say something like, verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say to you. That's the same kind of a thing. That within their culture, if they repeat something, like once I have said this, twice you've heard it, or truly, truly, or verily, verily, what they're doing is they're drawing emphasis to this one thing, and and it's like it's like drawing circles around it with some stars and an arrow or two. It's like okay, look at this. This is important, and we want you to know this. And so that's uh, what this passage. That's how attention is drawn to this passage. 
าอธิบายประโยคนี้ว่าเหมือนแบบที่ว่าพระเจ้าพูดหนึ่งครั้งแล้วทําไมเราถึงได้ยินสองครั้งแต่ว่าเหมือนพระเจ้าพูดครั้งนี้แต่ว่ามันแบบเน้นย้ำมาทําให้รู้สึกว่ามันสำคัญ So quite frequently, this is a truth or a foundation that you read this about. So it, when, if you notice Jesus saying this, he'll say, "Truly, truly." After that, there's some really foundational truth that he wants us to understand, or he wants his disciples to understand. And so the same is true in the Old Testament in the Psalms. That if you read this in a Psalm, then it, what follows is a really foundational. Understanding that God wants us to have. So, what I want to teach on tonight is a is a real foundational thing, a, a very bottom line foundational truth and understanding that we need to have in order to really begin to understand God. And so, that's what I want to share with you. And so, what he wants us to understand, so, so what he wants us to get with this is that this is something that we not only hear, but we actually understand it and we know it. There's, there's a difference between being able to repeat a series of words or being able to repeat an idea to someone and really actually understanding it to the point that not only can you integrate it into your own life, but you can also share it with somebody else. So this is one of those things that we need. To have in us, so that we can not only share it with other people, but also see it integrated into our own life. So the first thing he shares, he's going to share two things here, two basic. Foundational truths and, and things that we need to understand. Again, not only to integrate but also to share. The first thing is that God says that He's strong, and because He's strong, what's implied in that is that we're supposed to trust Him. So He's strong, and and there's a word used there that uh, we don't always associate with being strong, but it's the word prerogative. And the word prerogative means that God has the right; He has the privilege. It would be like if you know we were a member of um, some special group that could go anywhere, and traffic would part. Uh, there was one time that I was getting on a road with my car, my little car, and I was getting on the highway, and so I got onto the highway. I, Took an exit onto the highway, and there were no, there's no traffic on the road, none, and it was unusual. It was during the day. There's supposed to be traffic, but I'm driving, and as I was driving, I noticed the police had blocked off all of the entrances onto the highway. So I was the only car on the highway. I was the last car to get on at my entrance, and so I was the only car on the highway. And so I went to where I was going, and I found out later that. The vice president of the United States was visiting our city, and so they had blocked off the highway so that his car could drive to where he was going without having to be in traffic. And I just happened to benefit from that because I was the last car onto the highway, and so I got that treatment. You know, and it was really nice. 
but because of who he is, it's his prerogative to do that. That the police stop all the traffic and he just goes without having to wait. And so God wants us to understand that he's strong and that he has prerogative. Prerogative for what? For anything. In other words, he has the right, the privilege, the ability to do anything. And that's what's important with this. So because he's so strong, uh, not only does he have the right to do everything, like it's, it's within his prerogative, it's within his ability to do everything, he also provides us with a shelter, a refuge, a place that we can rest. And because he's worthy of our trust, we can rest in our relationship with him. So, people will always fail us. I mean, even people that are really close to us, people that love us, they still fail because they're people. We're people. I mean, there's people that I really, really love that I still fail because I make a mistake or I'm not where I'm supposed to be or I get sick or there's something that happens and, and I can't do what I say I'll do or whatever. That's part of being a human being. But God doesn't fail. So he's worthy of our absolute trust in the sense that we can really find rest in him. We can find refuge and we can find shelter in him. Part of him being so strong, part of him having the prerogative is that he's always there and we can rest in him. อย่างแบบคนที่เรารักมากๆหรือว่าอะไรเงี้ยแบบอะไรก็ตามอ่ะมีโอกาสทําความมีโอกาสที่จะผิดพลาดได้เพราะว่ามันก็คือมนุษย
all from God as a trust. In other words, our lives don't always go the way we think they're going to go. And, and that's just true. Like I, there's been things in my life where I had a certain plan or a certain vision and I thought, okay, in five years this is what it's going to be, or ten years, or two years, or whatever. And things were just not that way when we got to them. And, and so it didn't turn out like I thought, or it didn't turn out like I planned. But it's okay. And I can receive that. I can receive whatever comes my way. I can receive wherever I go. I can receive the, the circumstance of my life as a trust, as something I value, because I know it's from God. I know that He's strong. I know that everything is within His hand to accomplish and to do. And He is my refuge. He is the place that I rest and I can, He's worthy of my trust. So if it's something I didn't think, I still trust Him. If it's something I didn't plan on, I still trust Him. If it's something that I didn't expect, I still trust Him and I can receive all that comes my way as a trust, as something that I value and something that I take care of in my life, something that I can find love and rest in. week after week we were spending in the hospital praying for her and we'd take shifts to pray with her. I spent a lot of overnights there and but we were just believing that God would heal her and so for a while she was better and she went home and she went to her home uh, she was away from home when she got sick she went back to her home she enjoyed her home for a while but then she went into the hospital again back where she was from and eventually passed away. She was older. She was um, in her 80s, 80 years old. So she eventually passed away. And so I was asked to come and to uh, speak at her funeral. So I, I traveled to where she was from. And you look at that situation, it's like, well, we were believing that she would be healed, but then she died. Or we, we were thinking that maybe it would be better if she lived than if she died, you know, because death is hard. But, you know, we're going to trust Jesus or we're not, okay? And we decided to trust Him with this. And so I went down and I spoke at the funeral and I was able to speak into the lives of people that were there. People that were at the funeral, people that were eating with us, people that were, were members of the family. Uh, there was one uh, man that traveled from Canada, he came from another country to come to the funeral 
and he sat across from me where we were eating pancakes at a Waffle House or something. And I was able to pray and, and speak into his life. And he has been serving Jesus ever since. And so you think about, like, if not for the funeral, I would have never met him. And if not for the funeral, he would have never prayed to know Jesus. And if not for the funeral, he wouldn't be serving God today, five years later, six years later. So, you know, on the surface, I looked at that and said, well, that wasn't what we planned for. It wasn't. That wasn't what we believed for, but it was what God had. And she's in a better place, and she was suffering from cancer. And here you have a man who came to know Jesus, a member of her family, that came to know Jesus that's still serving him today as a result of it. So we receive what God gives us as a trust. Even if we don't understand it, even if we don't plan for it, even if it's something other than what we would have chosen. Yeah. But I don't understand, right? Why um, God wants she die? Yes. Why not heal? What? For her, for for your friend who passed it away. It wasn't his will, it wasn't what he wanted. But she passed away, but then this other man came to know Jesus through it. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. No, that's what happened. That's a true story. เขาบอกว่าเหมือนเพื่อนเขาอ่ะเป็นลูกคีเมียเป็นลูกคีเมียใช่มั้ยแล้วก็ทุกคนอ่ะต้องไปแบบไปไปสวดอ้อนวอน
but I'll see her again. And however many more years I have left, I'll see her again. So, so I can trust him with that. So that's why that's important for us. Okay, so that's the first thing. He's strong and we can find rest. I mean, he's our defender, he's our strength, he, he's our refuge, he's all of those things and we find rest in him. But the thing I, I'm really trying to emphasize here is finding rest in your heart and rest in your mind that he is in control and that he's strong. Nothing has gotten past him. It's, it's his. All right? And in, for a consistent disciple, as someone who loves Jesus and follows him, then we can rest in that. And we do. We do. And that, that's important for us. Do you want to say something? Or you can... เออแล้วเค้าบอกว่าพระเจ้าอ่ะควบคุมทุกอย่างเออพระเจ้าคือทําอะไรก็ได้อยากให้อะไรก็เป็นอย่างนั้นอะไรอย่างนี้แต่
what we've done wrong. That's part of how he shows that, is that he is loving. And again, this is foundational. This is bottom line. He's merciful and he's loving, but he does those things and actions in our life. So he takes care of our sin. He takes care of the things that we do wrong. He, he takes care of the things, that, the mistakes that we made. And you think about the proof of this. The proof of this is Jesus. That's the proof. He is the ultimate proof of the physical reality, the action reality of the love of God is Jesus and his life and his death on the cross. And so we can trust in his mercy. We can trust in his compassion because he demonstrated it through his son. In other words, the greatest and the best of all beings that has ever existed died for us. And there's no better proof that he loves us and that he has compassion for us. And the reason this goes together, God is strong, God is loving, it goes together because Him being loving assures us that His strength is being used for our good. Right? So it's not enough just to understand that He's strong, but we have to pair that and we have to join that with that He's loving, compassionate, and merciful in action because that's how His strength is made manifest in our lives. That's how we see that. That's how we understand that is through His love. And so we have to have those two things together to understand the whole. So God is strong, God is loving, but that's together. Right? And that's how we're, we need to understand that. That's the foundation. That is what we can build upon. Alright, so, go ahead. <laughs> Are we good? And so, so this is, this is, we're going to end this. This is self-declared. In other words, God says this about himself. And the reason he says this about himself is that he wants to inspire confidence in us to love him more. To inspire confidence in in us to trust him more. So that if things don't go our way, okay, well we have a loving God that's looking out for us and we can trust him. Things didn't go like I planned, okay? But we have a loving God that's strong and able and we can trust him. We can find rest in him. Things didn't, uh, I'm going to be sad because of something that happened. I, yes, but I can still trust him if I'm sad. 
and find rest in Him because He's strong and He's demonstrating His love for me. Always. Okay. Always, always. And so God is ready to do good for you. God is ready to do good for you. And it's from this that we can build a faith. Okay, so let's pray. And uh, if you want to pray for something, maybe uh, there's an area that I spoke about tonight that you really want to pray God's help in. Maybe you want to trust Him more. Maybe you want to trust that He's strong or trust that He's loving more. Maybe there's been something that happened in the past that you're bitter about or that you're upset about that, that you don't understand and, and God can bring some kind of understanding to that. So think about something that you would want to pray about this. Something God is speaking to you about this. And let's just take a few moments and pray. And I'll pray for all of us at the end. And we might have some words for you. We might have something that God may be saying to you that we'll share with you. But let's just see what God says. And feel free to just pray. It's okay. Alright. So let's pray. Yeah, God, I pray it helped me uh, to be just more trusting in the moment. Uh, that when things don't go my way in a moment, especially stressful moments, that I would find rest and peace in you and refuge and trust in you, God. So help me to respond better in the moment. Thanks, Jesus. I pray that I would uh, just have a bigger uh, worldview, a bigger vision, a bigger perspective to live in uh, uh, for the possibilities that you have ahead of me. And I would just be able to rest and trust in you for that. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Eve, I have a, a picture for you. And you're like, yeah, I'm very comfortable in the world. But my heart needs to be protected. It needs to be kept safe. And God's just saying he really wants to uh, take your heart and make it big, bigger, bigger, bigger. And that you have the capacity to really love more and to receive more. But you just, uh, you know, there's, you're protecting your heart. So he wants to bring healing and to really just set your heart free so you can experience way more. Does that make sense? And I'll pray for you for that. Thank you. Jesus, just speak your love. Uh, your perfect love to cast out all fear. 
And we just pray that uh, Eve would just experience your love and the fullness of your grace, your mercy, and your provision, your protection. And she would just know that she's safe. And so we pray that as she takes risks to know you and to experience more of you, that her heart will grow bigger and bigger. And we just release her from bondage and a cage and just set her free in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I see a, a, a vision for you of a, a balloon that's floating near you. It's, it's like a balloon, like a child's balloon. And it's floating near you, and in that balloon there's blessing. Um, it's provision, it's joy, it's... Uh, I see relational blessing in that uh, for relationships that are close to you. Um, and but it's it, but it's floating just a little bit away from you, so you, you don't really have it. It's there, and it's near, but it's not released. Uh, and I just really believe that a day is coming, uh, a time is coming soon. I'm going to pray for this for you, where that balloon is popped, and the blessings are released over you. I think that you can kind of see what's inside of it, and so you you're, you're have an expectation. You have, um, and I don't know if this will make any sense to you, but you have a form of the blessing, but you don't have the reality of it. In other words, it's it's there, but it's not really present. It's not really active in your life. And I just really believe that God is going to do something really active in your life and release this blessing over you. And so I wanna pray for you. Father, I, I pray for these blessings that are floating so close, and, and I, I pray release in the name of Jesus. I prophetically, I speak release over her in the name of Jesus, that, that God, you would just release blessing, you would release provision. Uh, I pray specifically for close relationships, that, that God, there would be healing in those relationships, and there would be a, uh, there would be a change, uh, a change in relationship, God, in the name of Jesus. I just ask you, Father, that uh, the, uh, your financial provision would be there, that, God, your emotional provision would be there. I pray, God, physical provision would be there in the name of Jesus. And I ask you, Father, that you would release your blessing over her. I, I rebuke frustration in the name of Jesus. And I rebuke any lies about... Uh, whether or not she will ever receive and I, I just say no the day is coming soon soon and I pray a release of that I pray a release of these blessings over her for asking in Jesus name God says he takes our time of mourning and turns it to joy yeah thank you God And I pray that you would help me to trust you more. And when things aren't going how I would expect them, that I wouldn't try and just like fix everything myself, but that I would just rest. I word for me. Um, it, I see a, a, I see a vision of him reading a book, 
And as he's reading the book, as he turns the page, he sees the words disappearing off the page. And the story that he's reading is the story of his life, that he's reading along, reading along, and this is where I'm at, this is where I'm going. But as he turns the page, he sees words disappearing. It's like life is being stolen from him. And so as he as he's seeing the words disappearing, I see a hand come down on the book and begin to write new words. And so I believe that his future is still being written. That there are things that he doesn't know about yet. There are opportunities that he doesn't know are coming and that there there are things that God has for him that have not been revealed yet. And so I want to pray for him that, that he would he would find that that God's purpose and God's plan and, and, and that's his story. Father, I pray that your story would be his story. And I ask you, God, that uh, he would find rest and peace in following after that which you have for him. God, I thank you for writing the words in his book, and I thank you for writing his future. And I thank you, God, that you have that all in your plan, all in your hands. And I pray, God, that you would even surprise him, pleasantly surprise him with what you have for him. That, that God, the doors that you're going to open up and the opportunities that you're going to give him, I pray, God, for just your hand upon him. I pray that you would build a trust in his heart. You'd build a trust in his life toward what you have and, and for all that you want to do in his life in the days, the weeks, the months ahead, years ahead, God. I give you thanks for your plan in Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. นั่งกลับมาเลยนะทําไมดีไม่ก็คือเขาขัดข้อที่ยอมมากๆแล้วว่าจะไปซื้อตามไปนะจะปกไม่ดูไม่เจอเจอทางคําแหงซอยสี่